We are rolling. Are we rolling? We are rolling. Da, 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 da. Movement presents. Movement presents. Hello and welcome to another episode of Mass Movement Presents, sponsored by Engineer Records. And now on Spotify. We are. We are officially on Spotify. We are. <laughs> so if that's your uh, platform of choice, please. If that's your uh, bag, baby. <laughs> if that's your bag, baby. Yeah. Um, give us a like. We'll listen to it. We good. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> listen to it. No, just the like is more. <laughs> the like's more important. Than <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. Don't bother listening. Just like us. Just like us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and as ever, we're on Podbean and Apple Music. Apple Music. Yeah. So um, to the left of me, as you've already heard, is Tim. Me? He's the Apollo to my Starbucks this week. You did, what? what? No, I'm more like Starbucks. Yeah. So in spite of the coronavirus, uh, we <laughs> we have a stacked show ahead. We do. And aside from the the fact you're a new scar. Oh, no. Bust, <laughs> I, I was, oh, as God is my witness, I was busted wide open. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've got another stacked show. We'll be talking, amongst other things, um, Spy Island, Spencer Confidential and Comic Book Men. Uh, we're breaking down Rolling Stone magazine's top 50 sci-fi TV which of all time, which we <laughs> strongly disagree with. <laughs> uh, keep it topical, we'll be talking about the incoming UK launch of Disney Plus and the closure of Disney Parks. Yeah, indeed. But first, Tim is mad as hell and he's just not going to take it anymore. I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore! Old bloody punks who don't know what the hell they're told by deciding to shoot their mouths off. Okay. In this case, as in Watty Buchanan from The Exploited talking about the coronavirus. Right, okay. And how it's not going to stop The Exploited going on tour. Okay. So you talk, looking like a, what's it, 60-year-old man who's had five heart attacks and a quadruple heart bypass saying that he's really dangerous and he's going to be out there giving a hell of a lot. Is that what he said? So he's yeah, been well, on... Yeah. So he's been, he's been interviewed by somebody saying, oh, bands cancelling left, right and centre. And he's done this and he's basically shooting his mouth off to try and make himself seem relevant in a world where he was irrelevant 20 years ago. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so it's like, oh, we're still dangerous, we're more dangerous than Green Day and all that kind of stuff, because we're not going to cancel our tours and we're not going to let this stop us, you know. Is that his big argument, we're more dangerous than Green Day? Do you think, well, no, it's not, it's not, that's, think, not that's not the big argument. The do big you think Green Day is, care, anyway? Well, I don't think anybody care, <laughs> no. but I certainly, I, I care, and it's made me angry as hell, right? Because yeah. it's just, it's a, so it's a 60-year-old man claiming that he's ultra-dangerous and, you know, he's going to be out there to fight He's like 60-something years old. Five heart attacks, a quadruple heart bypass. Who's in the high risk category? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, by all means, get out Off there you go, yeah. and have a bit of a catch of it. Like, yeah. let's see how you do, Watty. Let's see how dangerous yeah. you are then. But by the sounds of it, he's not going to have any venues to play anyway by the time oh, they come around. So no, because uh... everything everywhere's going to be closed. Yes, yeah. it's completely out of his hands. So he feel he's free to shoot his mouth off. So yeah. Oh well, we would have done it if they hadn't all closed it down. Yeah. All right then, pal. Of course you would. It's literally old men talking shit. So it's a bit of bravado on his part. Bit of false a, bravado. It's false bravado, bravado, yeah, yeah. But he likes to call controversy by mouthing off yeah. about stuff he knows nothing about. Yeah. You know, he'll mouth off about Henry Rollins, he'll mouth off about Jello Biafra, he'll say how they're unpunk and how he is punk. Right, right okay. But this is a dude who has a proven track record of being a racist, right? I've read the interviews, and I trust the people who did the interviews with him. Yeah. And it was also sided with Nazis to the detriment of, of punk rockers, you know? So he's... Not a nice character. No, no. not at all. No. 
Yeah, I, and they're sort of like, you know, what it says, oh, hi, I'm off to the retirement home or whatever they say in Scotland. Whom? Whom. The happier I'll be, because to me he's been irrelevant for 20 years, and I think he's a bellend. Yeah. And I don't mind who this is. They seem to come out and beat me up. I just blow him over. Because <laughs> yeah. you know, you're a 60 year old man, you're like five heart attacks. If I blow up a paper bag and bang it too loud, he's going to drop dead, isn't he? Well, like you said, yeah, but he's in, you know, he's, I mean, he should be off the run anyway if you've got any sense. He's, he's in that top category, isn't he? What if you can in sense? Don't walk, walk in the same sort of, yeah. walk the same pathway. Because you, you just look, you know he's like, he's like, oh, no, 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 right? <laughs> Every time he opens his mouth, literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's so glued up and full of speed that he doesn't know what day is what, you know, or which way is up and which way is down. It's ridiculous. So you think it's a, it's a case of he has to make himself relevant by yeah, being... Yeah, in a world where he is completely irrelevant. Yeah. And, and I don't mind being relevant in this world. It, it, we should, nobody should be relevant forever. Mm. Right? Your relevancy depends on your fan base. Right? Yes, very much so. And while what his fan base is should be like 40 or 50... 40, well, us. Yeah, yeah. Our generation of punk yeah. rockers. I never cared for exploited music. I don't think I think they've written maybe four four decent songs in their entire career. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, um, and FDRs is just uh, banal. Yeah, there's there's plenty of better bands out well, there. Well, especially when you put them up against their contemporaries like Discharge and GBH. Mm, exactly. GBH and Discharge just urinate on them from a great height. They're far better. This is true. It's like you know. Special needs punk rock. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to have to go with the yeah. Oh, you went there. <laughs> oh, mate, they're just so annoying and so rough. And he's bumped himself up by saying he's going to take on Corona. Give me up. Yeah, go no. for it, Waddy. Go for it. Yeah, get out there. <laughs> <laughs> we fully encourage it all. Catch yourself a great big lung, two big, big lung fools of COVID 19. Shall you cope then? So that's what's making you mad as hell this week. Yeah, it's been exploited. Oh, exploited and stole punks who talk crap. All the time. It's just <laughs> so annoying. Okay, cool. Well, Since... you, what are you mad as hell about? You're, oh, not, getting, you're not getting away. Oh, I'm not going to get away. Okay, then. Uh, okay, what makes me mad as hell this week? It's got to be Panic Buyers. Christ, I've had enough of them. Elaborate. Oh, okay. So, you know, <laughs> why do these people need 150 toilet rolls in their life all of a sudden? Coronavirus has got nothing to do with having the shits. Yeah. Uh, it, it bewilders me, and it's just it's just showing humanity's selfish side all over. Yeah, but it's what what annoys me about it. Right? Yeah. It's not so much the toilet roll, right? Because yeah. they're morons. They're buying toilet roll because like, oh, the other apes yeah. are buying toilet roll. I mean, get me dumb toilet yeah, yeah, roll, yeah, yeah, put yeah. it in my yeah. toilet, yeah. and I don't have a oh, yeah. right? What annoys me is the hand sanitizer and the soap all of a sudden disappearing off the shelves. Hmm. What were these people doing before that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, were, yeah. You, were you not washing your hands? Yeah. Were you not bathing? Do you not know how to clean yourselves? What are you doing, you disgusting, yeah. filthy, dirty pigs? Damn dirty apes. Damn dirty apes. Yeah. <laughs> that's what. Yeah. So that's well, what. That's oh, I know. I You've been summoned. Summon. I've been summoned. <laughs> back to the home planet. Back to the home planet. <laughs> Spotty. <laughs> He's coming to get me. No. Spotty. Yeah, he's in the queue for toilet roll. <laughs> some indecipherable voicemail message that I just got. <laughs> Toss bag. So yeah, if you're asking me what's making me mad as hell, it's, it's just, definitely it's just frustrating as hell. Yeah. You know, you're walking around the supermarket and there's people trying to act all big and tough and trying to fight it over pasta for Christ's sake. Well, they can fight me over pasta as much as they yeah, like. I, I, might, you know, I might be getting old, but I'll still get stuck in. Just, just chill out, people. Honestly, just, just chill out. Have you noticed the pasta's gone? 
with the shapes. It's like it's, it's, it's like one step up from alphabetic spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, they're still being picky now. <laughs> shapes. Nice shapes. I have time. I go home now. Bye bye. The world's gonna end. I want much. I want the right shape. Pasta. You know, I really want all these people to just disappear at their homes. <laughs> yeah. For like two and a half weeks to a month. That's I go do my things. I not go bother. <laughs> it would be such a nicer place to just walk around. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right then. You know. Yeah. There'd be like no thugs or crew <laughs> Just the nice people would be yeah. there. Yeah. I, I fully agree. That's that's a proper world, isn't it? Yeah. 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 This could be a good thing. It could. <laughs> we shall see. Yeah. The positive side of coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> it takes the morons out. <laughs> Fast Move presents always glass full. <laughs> half full. Half, half full. full. Like, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to carry away. I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. All right, then. So um, since the last episode, um, the Doctor Who, who, who? Doctor, Doctor who? who? Doctor Who, who? who? finale who? has aired. It's fair to say it's split everybody. Yeah. Is I enjoyed it, but as you, I mean, we talked about this earlier off here, and right for the most part, it was great. Yeah. Um, if it was just a story on its own, with you know, I love, I absolutely love Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor. Yeah. She's super. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, love um, Bradley Walsh as Graham. In uh, fact, I like them all. Yeah. Um, I like and them all. The new, new Masters, amazing. Yeah. 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 My problem. Yeah. Is that this ending or this finale this has just pissed on 50 years of canon so for those who don't know it's the, the revelation is basically I mean you haven't seen it by now you know yeah. you're not a Doctor Who fan anyway and you're probably not listening so Gallifrey is now not the Doctor's original uh, birth oh. planet and the Doctor's the original Time Lord as well the Doctor's yeah. the reason Time Lords can regenerate yeah it was basically the, uh, her DNA uh, the Doctor's DNA mm that created Time Lords. Yeah. Time Lords were made... So essentially for, the Doctor has an exponential number of regenerations and yeah. is is eternal, which completely dismisses the ending of Matt Smith's Doctor when he was had to be given more time, more regeneration energy by the Time Lords to yeah. save Which, so you, he's basically... I mean, it just feels like someone's gone and pissed on 50 years of canon. Just all yeah. the people have come before you who built this incredible universe. Hmm. You've just gone la 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 la, whipped your dong out and whazzed all over. Yeah. And it's just it's just a bit insulting. As a fan who's been a long time fan, if you're a new fan, it, it probably doesn't matter much to you about this whole the mythology and the canon. But if you're a long term fan, it's quite hurtful to see some of your some of the writers who you really got behind, some of the creative minds who built this whole thing up. Mm. just completely dismissed I mean similar in some ways to the Star Wars thing I mean there's a lot of good books in Star Wars all, all Star Wars canon yeah which were just sort of dismissed then once it was uh, which I'm okay with I'm okay with Disney yeah writing Star Wars and you know creating their own yeah. canon that's fine but um, Doctor Who's got a much richer history yeah and I, as I, you say a lot of a lot of good writers yeah and the the problem is it's not with Jodie Whittaker, as I said, Jodie Whittaker is in, an incredible doctor. Mm. She really is. Yeah. It's the direction the show has decided to go in at the last moment with this sort of, oh, you're the timeless child. and Yeah. It's like, oh, what? Why? Why would you do that? Can you see him reeling it back in? Sort of like, you know, um, or do you think they're just going to push on with this now? They're going to have to push on with it, for a while at least. It'll seem or cheap if it, they don't, yeah. isn't it? Or is it something that the master has done, you know, programmed into the Matrix? and Yeah made it seem that way I, that's one way of getting out of, out of it maybe but why oh, it's just it just feels like 
let's get in a cheap reaction shot. Let's let's yeah. get, let's let's do something for cheap. That's what I mean. They've got to kind of run with it now, and they otherwise it is very yeah. cheap. And... Yeah, and it's I don't know. It's I not I wasn't as impressed with it maybe as I should have been. I guess. Can you just see like Doctor Who continuing, or do you think there'll come a time when they'll stop it and sort of reboot? Or do you think it's just going well, to roll on and on? I think I think there's going to come a time when this will be stopped and rebooted again, and it'll be off there for maybe five years. Yeah, yeah. And they'll reboot it completely. Um, probably when fan reaction dips to yeah. a point where they can't. Just, I mean, you can see that you can see that the budget for the show has gone down. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh yeah. In what's on screen, which is a shame. Um, and the fact they closed the Doctor Who. Uh, experience experience yeah. that was a nonsensical there was a rent issue as well wasn't it yeah well basically they rented the building of Cardiff Council for five years and mm. didn't want to pay the That's rates right. to the Cardiff Council they're going to be charging because Cardiff Council put the rates up yeah because there's more people coming in so obviously you're making a lot more money in Cardiff Council we, we want our cut of that yeah, yeah, very much yeah. because we're a bunch of greedy bastards yeah um, and BBC obviously couldn't keep that up That's right. or didn't want to keep that up or sort of unnecessary expenditure because you know people look and say, well, you know, spending too much money, it's cost you're costing too much money. What are you gen- what are you giving us? What where's the value for our pound? Well, the value for your pound is in the fact that they increased tourism football in Cardiff by by yeah. a heck of a lot. And there wasn't a day when I, I you know go down Cardiff Bay quite often, mm. and there wasn't a day when you'd see somebody walking around dressed as a doctor, somebody who's come from away. You know, another part of yeah. the country or whatever. He would. It was. It was stuffed every day. That place. Yeah, well, I went to the press opening of it. That's right. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. Um, I was forever immortalised on the wall there in a picture. Were you? Yeah, yeah. There's me and Siobhan and Siobhan and Molly, and we're sort of in like three or four pictures on the wall from the press opening. No way. Yeah, yeah. So they had this big thing with the other day, and um, I mean, we went to it six, seven times, I think. Yeah. Because it, it was constantly changing things stuff was constantly yeah that's right and um it was it was just a great day I mean, it was fun and if you're a doctor who fan you spend hours there yeah that's right um and the, in all their wisdom the bbc and cardiff council closed it down so what do you expect if you're going to take away the very tools you you need to push the show forward you're something's going to suffer you know i think and the bbc great a doctor as you've got now yeah you need to get behind her and push her some more and give her the yeah Give her the sort of same positive energy. Put the same positive energy behind her. She's putting in this role. Yeah. And it's just. It, I don't I think they. I don't think they have it at no. all because, um, she, obviously when it was announced it was a female doctor, that's gonna, that divided a lot of people for some stupid reason. But then, so they, they put it a Sunday night as opposed to like a good slot Sun, on, on Saturday, the Saturday. Yeah. Uh, when people are sitting down because people love their strictly come dancing. They probably just before put the doctor just before that. Yeah. Prime slot. Um, they cut the budget. You can see that within the. Uh, yeah. They're just not behind Doctor Who now. I don't think. No. And they're just winding it down. If that's that's how it feels. Yeah. You know, and despite the fact you've got arguably the best set of companions for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, he's got Bradley Walsh from the older generation, like us, with fans. Yeah. Yeah, I could still ride in the Tardis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Throw down. <laughs> I still throw down with Simon. I can still get you know. I can still get <laughs> yeah. stuck in. I could ride in the Tardis, and you've got. A younger set of companions as well for for the new yeah. for for younger fans. So it's it's I don't know. It, it works so well. It's like it a, works incredibly well. The fan as a dynamic. <laughs> I just I and that I can't stand that either. The fan. That word. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
But that's that's a personal thing. It's like I can't stand text speak. Yeah. When people abbreviate stuff yeah, yeah, text. Yeah. Or when people you know they put it on like social media and abbreviations. It's yeah. like the language is English, dickhead. Yeah. Use it or don't. <laughs> don't abbreviate. I don't care. You're not texting me. You're oh L U V no, it's L O V Yeah. <laughs> See you later. Later L A T R not L A T R What? Yeah. L number eight T R. No, no, no. <laughs> that makes me want to get my hammer out and do things to you. <laughs> hammer again. Yeah. Oh. We're gonna have to like some like putting hammers out for anybody who wants to buy merch of ours. I think we should be sponsored by a hammer company. Tim's <laughs> Tim's hammers. <laughs> okay, so uh moving on from uh, Doctor Who. It's getting closer. I mean, by the time you listen to this, you will be knee-deep in Disney+. Plus. <laughs> balls deep in the Mandalorian. Yeah, balls deep. <laughs> but as it goes, we got another uh, nine in, days. Yeah, balls deep in Baby Yoda. That sounds so wrong. Disney Plus is almost upon us. Yes. I'm very excited for it. I'm, uh, I'm incredibly excited for it. Just, uh, every but I don't know it. if I'm excited for it for the same reasons that most people are excited about it. Because of stuff I want to see. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, when people when people have mentioned it to me, I'm mm. sort of, I'm going, do you know what, I cannot wait to dive back into like Treasure Island, Swiss Family Robinson, Cats and Space. Right, uh, all the classic live action movies yes. based on the King Arthur's Court. Because it's been a long time since I've seen those. Ghost. Condor Man's going to be on there. Yeah, of course. Condor Man. We talked about I Condor Man, I can watch Condor Man every single day. Yeah. I, can, I can get rid of the, the, the wife and the daughter. Off can come the trousers. In the underpants. Pizza, <laughs> beer. The and there goes Condor Man. Condor Man. Da, da, da. Yeah, awesome. Michael yeah, that's Crawford what I'm looking for. Yeah. yeah um, and yeah. also, you've got all the, all the old Mickey Mouse Club stuff. Yes. On there. Yeah. All the history of Disneyland shows, all the Disneyland parades, all the... Historical stuff behind the company is going to be on. There. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. That's yeah. what I, that's what I've been watching. What I've been wondering is like, are they going to dump it all on? Yep. It's all going to yeah, be. Yeah. Well, they, if it follows the American model, which I'm assuming it would, because why would you change the model? Why hmm. would you change a streaming platform or alter it in any way, shape, form? Yeah. So when it comes up, basically you've got it comes up, and you've got a section like Disney, Pixar. Um, films, shows, all that kind of stuff. You can click on what you want to click on, and yeah. it comes up with another sub menu. And you're going through there, and you're going through each sub menu until you can find what you want to find. So it's like Netflix nice. or um, Amazon Prime. You, you just, it's just menus upon menus and sub menus, and all the contents on there, and you just click on what you want to see, and it's just like, you know. So it's a bit like WWE Network as well, because I'm always afraid of is like, were they going to have, like, like Netflix, they, they keep right. back stuff, don't they? It's like, oh, it's coming soon, and like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, they'll be coming soon. By the time we get it, we get it. So we'll have the entire season of Mandalorian. Hmm. There, yeah, we've got the entire season of Jeff Gold, uh, uh, that Jeff Goldblum show, yeah, is going to be there, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, we'll be getting things like One Division and mm. uh, Loki and Falcon and the Winter Soldier that'll all come on as it comes on everywhere else. Um, I, I don't yeah, want to watch yeah. it until I can experience it how it should be experienced, yeah. I'm, I'm saying, yeah, because I, I held, I've now held off. Mm. I was, um, I was thinking of like going on the naughty. Pirate <laughs> <laughs> this is so sad. I, I have I have no idea 
yeah. how to download illegal content off the internet. I wouldn't even know where to begin to look. Because it's never something that's... that's yeah, yeah. Even, because I figure if somebody's put their heart and soul into making something, you're either going to get it legitimately or you're not. I think you'd jump in though, see. I think if somebody shows you, you'd be like... Woo! <laughs> 1977 porn. Well, that, that's yeah. what you got. You porn and Pornhub for. I don't need any of that stuff in my life. You know, it's it's it would seem like to me, if I got into that, it would just be another inconvenience, something else to stop me doing the things I need to be doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it'd be like like, oh, a hindrance that I could spend five minutes. Like I won't spend five minutes on any hindrance in my life. I've never done that in five minutes. Like. I'll take five minutes. It will just do this. Da, 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 da. Six hours later, where's my day gone? I need to do all this yeah. work. I should be up till three in the morning. Like, so yeah, that's a uh, Disney Plus. It'll be out twenty uh, fourth. So yeah, I, yeah, I. It's very exciting. It's incredibly exciting. Oh yeah. So, this is probably the the biggest thing to happen to Disney in a few years. Oh, in a, a few years. Yeah, in a long time. I mean, the movies. Yeah, they're, they're always a big deal coming out, but all that content is now going to be whammo. Yeah, it's all Pixar content as well, and it? so it's like, you know, so all the stuff you really want to see is going to be on there. Yeah, I got DVDs on there that are null and void now. Well, that's the point. <laughs> that's the thing. Is Disney going to start doing like DVDs and Blu-rays anymore? Yeah. Are they actually, actually going to bother? Or is it going to be? It's a cinema release, and it goes straight to the streaming platform like after a three-month wait. So what are they have they effectively by launching the streaming platform have they effectively made Blu-ray and DVD obsolete? Because they've yeah, got to have a, a massive part. They've got to have a massive grip on the market. Mm. So if they're doing this, and they're just saying, "We're putting it on our platform. We're not going to bother with the manufacturing side of it." Does that does that make physical media in that form now obsolete? Yeah, yeah, it could well. And be. it's just see that fries my brain as well. For some yeah. up, I'd like oh, to own stuff though. I like to say I own stuff. Like do you know, right. uh, you know, albums are kind of you know LP vinyls back now, isn't it? Yeah. It's been back a few years now. And I'm glad about that because it's like you get that excitement again of actually owning something as opposed right. to a digital download. Like you said this with mass movement um, reviews, haven't you? Yeah. So here's the thing with yeah. music, yeah. right? Digital downloads are far easier for me okay. than vinyl and CD. Right. right. Yeah. Far easier. And they're far easier to get out to reviewers and they're far easier to get out to reviewers immediately. It's semi digital comics and semi digital comics coming because they're easier to get out to reviewers and they're easy to send out to a pool of reviewers. Yeah. Rather than just having them yourself. If I get some physical product, I make it, make it um, a priority to review the physical product rather than the digital product. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, but that's because I think, okay, when you take the time to send this to me in the post, the time and the expense. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. going to put that, give that back to you. Yeah, I'm just uh, yeah, but send an email. With music, digital downloads are infinitely easier, and I know that sounds strange. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being an old school punk rock. I should like to see the physical. I should like to see the vinyl. Right. I should like to. I should like to see this. Yes, please. <laughs> As I like my little bubble pipe. I would like to see <laughs> what the product looks like. Yeah. And waving your pipe at someone. But it's not because when you get like the, the what annoys me with reviews is when people send like streams through, expect you to review a stream. I'm putting my time and effort into it. You're let, gonna let you're going to deign to let me listen to this record for one or two plays and yeah. then I never get it again. Yeah. So what's my time and my energy and my effort worth to you? To you, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. If it's worth so little to you that all you want to do is play this record for me once, I can go and hang out down the park and listen to some kid blasting shit in his ghetto blaster. That shows all that, because kids don't do that. Ghetto but, blaster! But, you know, the point I'm making is still the same. You know, it's, it's no, what's the difference? Yeah, you're right, yeah. You know, it's like listening to it on the fucking radio. It is like a, it's a bit of a, 
half assed sort of it's a bit an insult. It's really, lazy yeah. and cheap. Yeah, they want the review but they're not willing to Yeah, to give you anything in return. Yeah, yeah. They want all your time and effort and energy for free. Yeah. But they don't want to give they you anything back. Yeah. And nothing is free yeah, in this that's world. Correct, right? yeah. So you you know, it's a counterweight system. Yeah. You give me something, I give you something in return. That's the way the world works. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's where the world has always worked. <laughs> But yeah, so Disney, I think, have effectively made Blu-ray and DVD obsolete with the with the loss of the stream platform. Yeah, I agree with that. So um, keeping it on Disney, it's been this uh, coronavirus, this uh, COVID nineteen. COVID. I mean, we're talking now. This this uh, you know, this is not going to be published for another couple of weeks. We right. could all be dead by now. We could be like stalking the wastelands by the time this isn't published. You do know what COVID nineteen is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, Disney. Going back to Disney. Um, okay. So they've closed their parks. Yes. For the first time in God knows how many years. Sixty-five years. Which is crazy. Well, it's not the first time the parks have closed because they've closed for like two days here or maybe a day here. Or maybe yeah. I mean, the park Disneyland didn't even close before Disney died. Like, they've closed for other things like hurricanes and yeah, like, and yeah. like, but they've never closed for a month, and that's what they that's the effective period they used. So from Monday, was no Saturday on it Saturday fourteenth. Now the hotel, some of the hotels are still up. So if you've booked your oh. exclusive two week holiday, well you can't go on anyway because Trump's banned travel. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Now, the the wow. orange gorilla said, no, oh, you can't go. The orange gorilla. You can't go. So, you can't go. But it just tells you the the uh, severity of it, really, doesn't it? Like... You know what? I it's I, I I honestly don't believe it's because they think the illness itself is is that severe. Because you're looking at the death rate. It's just um, contained, isn't it? It's contained. Yeah, it's, it's just... about it's about I think it's about a pandemic study. It's the first chance yeah. anybody said, well, let's put our pandemic procedures into place and see how they work effectively. And yeah. Let's see how each step of the program works. If we separate it by a couple of days and then we move it up. That's hmm. how it works. I mean, I just get into speculation. And there's all sorts of tinfoil hattery on the internet. Or, and everybody's like, everybody's got a theory about COVID-19, you know? Yeah. Whether it's, or oh, some bloke in, some bloke finds some pangolin for his dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why we've all got it, because he had a pangolin. People have probably been eating pangolins for thousands of years, yeah, yeah. you know? When it's all of a sudden sprung, and I'm not that doesn't fly. Well, some new bloke had a bat for his lunch. Yeah, well, people probably be eating bats for thousands <laughs> yeah. of years, you know? Perhaps because, it's a Disney conspiracy. Oh, you want to explain this one? Well, they got Disney Plus coming out. They want to force people into their houses. Right, so they want to shut down massive revenue streams for the company yeah. and keep paying their staff while they're at home. <laughs> that, that don't play. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Oh, you need me. to put some more thought in your conspiracy. You need to put some more thought in your conspiracy. I know, yeah. I should introduce you to my daughter and you can have a chat about this kind of thing because she wears a tinfoil hat all the time. My brain fart didn't oh. kill you. <laughs> Oh, my daughter comes up with amazing conspiracy theories. I think the problem with them is they're absolutely believable because she. Do you shoot them down immediately? Oh, well, I try to, but she goes, ah, but you see, father, <laughs> this is what applies in this situation. <laughs> Damn oh, smart, But yeah, so but the thing is, so they're closed for a month. Does hmm. that mean they've got crews going in and fixing everything and sprucing everything up that needs to be fixed and spruced up? Mm-hmm. Or are the parks completely shut down? It would take a, a, I mean, it's like a small city, isn't it? It would take a certain amount of uh, upkeep, wouldn't it? Anyway, well, yeah. You know, otherwise we're going back and there'd be trees and bushes overgrown and. Well, yeah, there's, it, it's going to be like a, <laughs> but are they going to fix everything needs to be fixed? If there's a, a they're they're probably sort gonna, out any issues. I would say they're probably going to, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a great it's, excuse to do it. Yeah. So maybe, you know, maybe some scientists in the Disney world, a wacky Disney lab, was going, the new coronavirus. 
that's six of the park. We need an excuse. But old people will die. <laughs> yeah, they're old anyway. Yeah, they're coming. Natural selection, blah, blah, blah. There'll be people in there, up, you know, obviously, with the upkeep and that. But... The thing is, we probably have started a, 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 you know, a conspiracy theory. There'd be somebody on the, on the dark web. Yeah. Disney. Mass movement confirmed. Walt Disney's head told them that. <laughs> That's true. He, he, he left as well, Bob Iger left recently. Bob Iger leaves. Well, he didn't leave. He got shifted sideways. He's now had a creative. He didn't agree with the release of coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with that we'll have a track yes <laughs> oh my goodness
Okay, that was Drinking by Sleeve from the album Don't Expect Anything, which is out now on Engineer Records, so go check it out. Hi, this is Barney Veer from Night Farm Death, and through my many years of association, you're listening to Mass Movement. Okay, so um, Rolling Stone uh, published their top 50 uh, best science fiction TV shows this week. They did. And... It's bollocks. Well, we got beef with that. <laughs> we got big beef. We got beef. Well, I mean, we can't go through the whole top 50, but the top 10. Uh, so I'll run it down just so people who don't know. Number 10, we got Firefly. Number 9, we got The Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Number 8 is Westworld. Yeah. Uh, number 7 is X Files. Yeah. Number 6 is Prisoner. Number 5 yeah. is The Mandalorian. Yeah. Number 4, Doctor Who. Number yeah. 3, Battlestar Galactica. It's the new iteration of Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, the uh, the updated one. Yeah, the number two is Twilight Zone as a whole. I think yeah. it was the classic one actually, wasn't it? Was yes, one, it's, yeah. it's the original Sterling. Yeah. Show. Yeah. Uh, with number one being the original Star Trek series. Right. So where to begin with that? Let's go. Okay, let's go to Mandalorian okay. first. So, no, it doesn't even belong. Yeah. Top 10. Yeah, I, I agree. Nowhere near. Yeah, okay. it's you can't judge a season. Um, you can't say it's in top ten. On one season alone. Well, it is the thing. Is it, it's, it's, it's people's innate love of Star Wars has pushed it into that position. Yeah. yeah and as good as The Mandalorian is supposed to be, don't know, I haven't seen it yet, yeah. but I can fast judge myself, I do. Yeah. You can't put it into the top 10 of all time great science fiction shows and top 5 of all time yeah. great science fiction shows based on one season. Yeah, I agree. Right? Nothing. You just cannot do yeah. it. Yeah. There's nothing that should no. be in there that's got one season. No, I, I have a massive problem with, with the new version of Battlestar Galactica being in the top 10. It's a great show. Yeah. It's a great show. Don't mm-hmm. like, yeah. Absolutely nothing. Top 10, no. Absolutely not. Same as I don't believe the Watchmen should be in the top 10. Do you think the, so, but I'll start Galactica, do you think the original should be in the top 10 then? No. So they're both because in the top 50 though? Yeah. In both in the top 50. Yeah. Okay. Undeniably. Watchmen, definitely in the top 50, even yeah. though it's just, it was just a one season long show. It's only ever going to be a one season long show. Yeah. Because Lindelof is not going to come back to it. Mm, that's right, yeah. Um, so What's the, missing from the top 10 that was in the list for you we, okay uh, Stargate SG-1 yeah that, that there's was a reason that show ran was 26 ten, wasn't it 36 36 there's a reason that show ran for 10 seasons yeah right? and it had offshoot shows and it had TV movies to follow on afterwards yeah the reason for it was because it was brilliant from beginning to end yeah it yeah. surpassed it's the, the film that it drew its inspiration from it went way beyond that I, it was just, just such a great show yeah it survived having its lead actors replaced and sometimes shows never survived that but Stargate SG-1 did yeah he did yeah it did um, we said about The Prisoner being number 6 don't need Prisoner's not a science fiction show yeah it's it's very there's it's elements conspir- of but there's elements of but it's a conspiracy thriller yeah yeah not entirely a science fiction shouldn't be well no it's a great show I love The Prisoner but yeah. I yeah, I got a problem being Brilliant show, but the it's top not a, ten it's science, not fiction a science fiction show. Yeah, yeah. It's the same as they put Buffy at number twelve. Yeah. Not a, not a sci-fi show. Sorry, no. it's just not a science fiction show. It shouldn't even be on the list. It's that sort of um, with a horror sci-fi. Yeah, I mean Buffy was so popular at the time. We had I remember years and years and years ago we had uh, Nerf to play Bajan. Loads of people turned up for the show. Packed the toll house out. Right? Yeah. Nobody gave a stuff about anything they were doing. Literally, right. the band went on and played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until they were on call. And they played the theme from Buffy the Vampire <laughs> five times. Oh, really? And that's it. And the place went spastic. Oh, that's stupid, isn't it? Oh, but the place God. was spastic. And that's all anybody paid for was to see Nerf Herder do the theme from that show. Yeah. 
And so I get it. It's a big old show. It's a big thing, and everybody loves it. But it's not a science fiction show, and it has no place on that list. Yeah, I agree. Do you agree with Star Trek being the one in the original series? No. What would be your top one? Doctor Who. Okay. Which comes in at number four on yeah. this one. But it would be that would be my number one. Yeah. And then I'd go with that, I think. Twilight Zone would be number two. Yeah, Twilight Zone. Absolutely. Outer Limits would be absolutely. number three. Star Trek would be number four. Star Outer Trek Limits Star- was top 20, I think, wasn't it? it yeah, but it, 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 for me, it's a top three show. Yeah. Behind the Twilight Zone, on yeah. above Star Trek. Star Trek only ran, the original series of Star Trek only ran for three seasons. Mm. And it wasn't revived for 20 odd years, well, more than 20 years, 25 years as a series. Yeah, I think it was uh, next generation. on the back of Next Gen, wasn't it? Yeah, so, so Next Generation is what, 86, I believe? Yeah. Something like that? So yeah, yeah, nearly t- uh, 20 years after the original Star Trek began and 17 years after the first series finished. X-Files? I know you're not a fan of the X-Files. It should yeah. be top 50, surely. If you say so. Yeah. <laughs> well, it'd be in my top 10. My top be, 10. Yeah, but you'd be in your top 10. Yeah. But you, you know, the X-Files, like, oh, it gets Chris all excited. Go, Chris, the X-Files. He's like, oh, <laughs> oh. Oh. I must stop what I'm doing now. So here's a controversial one. I put okay. in my, my top ten. Now, this could come under the prisoner sort of... Uh, All right, go on. Uh, I'm listening. Lost. Non-science fiction show. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So this is your non-science fiction science fiction show? No, but if, if we're accepting prisoner, I know we're not, but if they're accepting prisoner as a top ten... Right, but what's their premise for accepting it, making a show? Yeah, exactly. So if, they, if they're accepting prisoner, then right. lost... And we go by their rules. Okay. That I lost has to be in my top ten. Will be my top ten. But I agree with you that it's not necessarily as again it has science fiction elements. Yeah. There's a bit of time travel and a bit of yeah. Um, one, one of my big problems with this list is they put superhero shows in there. Right. Yeah, like Watchmen and. So Arrow's in there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, Arrow's not in there. Sorry. Arrow's Flash not in there. is in there, Flash but Arrow's not. not. Yeah. Arrow's better than Flash. Yeah. Sorry, I, do, I just it just is. Yeah. So how can you have Flash in there and not Arrow? And what makes... Superheroes aren't a science fiction thing. They're just not. Yeah. You know? And people sort of mix the two up and say, oh, well, if you're superheroes, you've got many costumes. It's got nothing to do with science fiction. What, what do you... If you're putting superheroes in there, well, it, the, the list will be saturated because there's been so many good yeah. uh, superhero-based movies. And The Flash is a great series. Yeah. But there are better superhero series than that. Yeah. Like The Boys is a better... So, as superhero shows go, the boys is just right up there. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and all the Marvel series like, where's Daredevil? Where's the Punisher? Mm. Where's Iron Fist? That's, That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be saturated, so wouldn't it? You, with, uh... Yeah, you can't do. It. And I, I, no, I don't agree with their list at all. I, I think their list is absolutely put together by some poor I, office I... staffer who's been given an assignment and trying to come up with reasons to. Yeah, you look like you had a spare ten minutes and yeah. you threw it together. I'd like to know what, if they had a criteria. Well, it's going to have taken longer than ten minutes to have written this. Or written well, it's, it's actually compiled of a list of different people who, you know, oh, there you go. according to their popularity in the yeah. office, their show makes it into the. But the Doctor Who should be number one. It's for for lots of reasons. I mean, okay, okay, if you're talking longevity, Doctor Who. If you're talking yeah. storylines, Doctor Who. If you're talking sort of. Every element, Doctor Infinite Who. Infinite possibility, Doctor yeah. Who. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the longest running science fiction show in the world. Yeah. And it's not there. Yeah. No. That's number one for me. Yeah. Well, at least we agree on that. Right. Firefly number ten. No. Would you have Firefly in there? You'd have Firefly. If I had yeah. top fifty, when yeah. top ten, it's last for, it didn't even last for one full season. Thirteen episodes. It was curtailed by Fox. Mm. Um, it's a great show, Firefly. It's a really, really, really good show. I um, never, I never. Uh, 
You've never seen it? I never. <laughs> Have you watched an episode of it? No. Never you've did. seriously never yeah, seen it? Yeah. Um, oh, mate. You've got to watch Firefly. I didn't... Um, yeah, what have I had? Nathan Fillion and Alan Tiddick together. Right, <laughs> on screen. What is not to like for the start, okay? <laughs> Two amazing characters who yeah. work really well on screen. It's like science fiction. It, it's, it's basically... What would happen if Star Wars was a proper Western? Okay. That's Firefly. Okay. Speaking of Westerns, Westworld? Do you agree nope. with that? It's top fifty for me. It's top fifty, but not. Yeah, it's it'd be top my 10. top thirty maybe. Yeah, well, it looks like it's like. I Watson, do like it. Watson but... would be yeah, Watson would be top thirty. It'd be the only one series show that I would put in the top thirty. Fringe. Was... Never seen an episode. Oh man. Never seen an episode. Being on Xbox. Don't years, yeah, but don't start going all mad at me about Fringe when you've not even seen. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> like, oh, fringe, is, fringe is great. I love Be-ave. Fringe. Isn't that the dude from um, Dawson's Creek, though? Yeah, Ultra Reality. Yeah. Uh, all brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And it's all like twisty, turny, moustache twirling and things, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not Absolutely who you think brilliant. I am. Da, 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 yeah. Leonard yeah. Nimoy. Well, see, that would make me want to watch. If I know Leonard <laughs> yeah. I'd be watching it straight away. That's all you need. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Leonard Nimoy. Is he, in, is he in the whole series, or does he just appear in odd episodes? It'd kind of be spoiler if I told you. Well, if you don't tell me, I'm not going to watch it. Okay, odd episodes. Ah, uh, see, you're trying to put me in with your... Uh, you can let a new one He's going to let a new one. No, well, I don't care. No, the, altogether, the list is bollocks. Yeah, I think, we're, I think we can, we unanimously, unanimously agreed on that. Yeah. The list is bollocks. bollocks. Okay, let's move on then. If you're looking for the best new bands punk and hardcore have to offer, look no further than Engineer Records. Sponsors... Of Mass Movement Presents. So I caught up with. Uh, you've, you've seen this before, haven't you? It's yeah, on. Uh, very late in the party. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm very late to this party. And I watched that and I realised, and yeah. it was like, okay, yeah, they're talking about really old stuff here. But um, Comic Book Ben on um, Amazon Prime. The problem with Comic Book Ben is it leads you down so many rabbit holes when you start watching it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because it leads you into the universe of different podcasts. Yes. Because it's yeah. all about the small cast universe, because you've got. Each of them does different, do different podcasts. They do, yeah. Nice. So it's it's basically it's set in the the Jane Bob's Jane Silent Bob Silent Stash. Yeah. Uh, it shows it's set up like it's clever. I thought it was very really clever. They set up like a podcast, but then they start off talking on a round table and they say, "So what's been happening in the shop over the week?" And it tells you, you so, know, yeah, it shows fact. you anybody who's interested who's come in, right? And you know, it's and then it turns into sort of do that um that porn stars. P-A-W-N stars. Yes. It turns into that sort of deal, doesn't it? That's exactly what it is. It's like, it's yeah. like, it's like porn stars, but actually interesting. Yeah. But um, So, yeah, people coming in with, like, rare yeah. figures or rare comics or anything to do with sort of... Yeah, and they go off on different sides and have different adventures and sort of things. And they get, yeah. you know, they get to ride in the Batmobile or ride the Bat helicopter. And, yeah, and they get Bird yeah. Ward into the, into the store. Yeah, and, and Adam yeah. West. You know, you yes. Yeah, yeah I've seen the Adam West. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've yeah. seen the Adam West one, yeah. Because again, that's, that tells you it was Alan West has passed, uh, sadly, uh, um, what, a year or so ago. Two yeah, years. Billy D. Williams is in as well. Yeah. Um, so, and Peter Mayhew's also passed. Yeah, yeah. So, so. It's. It, I love the show. I love the yeah. idea. I love the idea. This it's a show about comics. That's not just about comics. It's a, it's a show about our culture. That's not just about the culture that we love. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. How these people react to different situations and how these guys function in the real world and you know how do they function in the real world? Well, not very well. Just like yeah, yeah, just like exactly. Just like one of us. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. 
But they're, they're chatting like like we're chatting now. They they yeah. they're just sat around the table. But then uh, what comes up for me is their geekiness comes flying out. Oh, every, yeah. every single episode. Oh, I mean, Walt Flanagan, like, does anybody in the world know as much about comics as Walt Flanagan? Is anybody in the yeah. world as passionate about comics as yeah. Walt Flanagan? I would say no. Yeah. Right. Because, my goodness, that dude knows a lot. Yeah, I mean, you know, you could you could sort of be pessimistic and say, okay, they, they do their homework before somebody comes in and stuff. But he just seems to know. You, you know somebody will come in and go, oh, I've got a social so, so, so number... 25, and you go, yeah. oh, the first appearance I mean, of so-so. He, he loves com- <laughs> what's obvious, he loves comics. Yeah. And Brian, um, what's his surname? The beard guy. Yeah. yeah. Beardy. Beardy Brian. Yeah, Beardy Brian, we'll call him. He's just, he's the anchor that's like, you know, <laughs> look at you nerds, look at you geeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, I can't stand you all. I wish I was dead. And when somebody's coming in for a little figure and going, and he's going, oh, I want $2,000 of this, Brian will go, yeah, send him packing. Yeah, but that, that's the thing. It's, like, <laughs> it's on my list. What, what, what kind of this? It's on the list of mine. It's on my bucket list. The bucket I'm going to use to step off when I hang myself. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. that is something that could have come out of my mouth. Yeah, 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 <laughs> it's yeah. Like, yeah. It's humour we can get behind. But it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going to get you? I don't care. Coronavirus, hanging myself, drive my car into a wall. <laughs> something like, you got to die of something, haven't you? So, you know, fuck it. I, I, love, I absolutely love the, the Bird Board episode, though, when Bird Board is demonstrating how dogs should eat. Yeah. And he's just on the floor and he's going and he's by a dog board because they have this whole dog thing in, this, in the shop, don't the they? The superhero dog shop. And you've got, can you imagine going in this store it's like, oh my God, it's Bert Ward from Batman <laughs> pretending to be a dog. What the hell? Well, you think it was some kind of weird sex game. Wouldn't yeah. You'd be like, <laughs> yeah. you know, how much for Bert Ward to get yeah. out of my house and do this? <laughs> Yeah, old Bert Ward's yeah, career is gone. Just Bert downhill. <laughs> Poor old Bert. Poor old Bert. He had so much pride at one point. <laughs> so I put the lead on him now and just lead him home or take him home or so, you know. Come Bert. Give him a biscuit. Give him a good boy. He's a good boy. Give him a sit on daddy's lap. They all get into really weird territory because that is yeah, yeah. Bert. Let's not go there. <laughs> Sat in your lap panting. Oh. Yeah. But it's a great show, yeah. I mean, anybody into sort of uh, comic books. I just can't believe you haven't seen it until now. Yeah, I was kind of late to the the game on it, like you know. And, um, so yeah, I was just like, it's a twenty minute shows as well. Yeah. So it's just enough to consume. You don't have a nice gulp, and then you can move on to the next. Yeah, one yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's. I mean, you can consume in between doing something else, you know. Yeah. And, but once I started, it was bang, bang, <laughs> it's bang, a bang, show bang. In, I can watch in between my dirty fantasies about exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I mean, Kevin Smith. I love Kevin Smith anyway. Um, well, what's that? Again, you know, what's that to love yeah, Kevin Smith? He's a guy who devoted funny. his life to comic books. And, to geekery. Yeah, and to geekery, yeah. yeah. <laughs> made a fortune. And he's the king of the geeks, you know? So, well, um, I think Stan Lee would be, would be arguing that from his place. Of the, I'm still the king of the geeks. <laughs> Actually, Kevin Smith. Smith would probably argue that too. Yes, he would. Yeah, yeah. he would. Because yeah. he, he recognises um, you know, the Kirby and... Yeah, Jack Kirby, Steve Ditko, Stanley. Yeah, he's so many. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Roy Thomas is always on that list. Yeah, yeah. Chris, Chris, uh, Chris Claremont. Claremont. Because I met him once at a Comic Con. Did you? Yeah. Well, Not actually in the con, but outside. Oh, okay, cool. In Bristol. I think I was with, um, yeah, Joe, who moved to New Jersey. Joe Ashton, yeah, yeah. And shout out to Joe. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Joe. Awesome. Joe Rule, she still makes me laugh because she give me she, she hit me with an insult one day, yeah. which was just so funny. I just I just didn't stop laughing for half an hour. Yeah. And because she used she used a word which is now into my popular lexicon again. Okay. And we were we were at that show 
and she's like, oh, he's not the fucking guy. And she just looks at me, she just goes, completely deadpan. Straight yeah. She just goes, bellend. Just looked straight at me. Bellend and just walked off and I, I was just stood there weak You're laughing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and with <laughs> and Lee from um, Good Time Boys and it was it was the year so we were just outside and Chris Claremont one day I was like that's Chris Claremont and um, just had a yak to him and chat to him and he's a really really nice chap I and mean, it's just it was a pleasure to meet him that way rather than going after yeah fortune for signature whatever yeah he was probably pissed off with you he was like you chapped me in here. No, he was he was he was, <laughs> he was just really cool because it was, was working there and it was, it was the year before we the the big sort of piss up at Bristol. Yeah. When we um who went to that one? It was me, Lee, Will, and Pickens, mm. and we got hammered, <laughs> absolutely hammered. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the show as we were wandering through. Bristol was a bit bigger, yeah. So we hung out with people we knew and and um from various publishers and then we went around the pickings that was they would do like shots of absinthe oh, right, yeah. for charity so, oh, like, so I was like oh it's for charity <laughs> it's for so charity it's for charity <laughs> yeah. so we went off had a couple of beers with lunch and then we came back oh a couple of these for charity <laughs> <laughs> and then it was downstairs to the bar afterwards there, but yeah, we just drank and we drank and drank and drank and it was like one of those times when you when you, when you feel like you can drink the entire world yeah yeah it was one of those days but then it catches up with you like no it just didn't oh, didn't we, no 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 we just drank 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 drank, drank. and Pickens it was top enough from the night before because when he got in the car he had like half an hour sleep or something <laughs> and he just stank of booze yeah yeah so it's like the only way I'm recovering now from being half dead is to just drink more booze <laughs> and that was so that was, that was our Bristol that year but that's yeah, the year after my Chris Clare ones. Okay, cool. So. Nice. Okay, so that's Comic Book Men. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. It's been on Amazon Prime for ages. It's just I'm so just late watching. to the show. Yeah, it's yeah. worth watching. It's fun and just... Yeah, check it out. Yeah. Hello, everybody. This is Igor Cavalera from Peprick, Cavalera Conspiracy, and you guys are listening to Mass Movement Podcast. You've been checking out Spencer Confidential, oh, which is on so Netflix. Yeah, well, it's the old... Uh, I forgot who wrote the Spencer books, but um, Robert Urich made the series in the 80s. Right. Called Spencer for Hire. Yeah, yeah. And it's sort of um, an update of that. Okay. And a reimagining of that with Mark Wahlberg as Spencer. Right, okay. And I'll watch anything with Mark Wahlberg. And I, know I like people, Mark I know people give him shit, but I mean, Marky Mark rules. <coughs> so I love he's just, Mark, you know, yeah. 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 And he's, he's just... on the eye as well. Is that? Sorry. He's what? Nothing. No, no, say it again. I said he's easy on the eye too. He's easy on the eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, it just comes out. He's, he's another one of your toilet pictures, is he? Yes. Yeah. Just comes rolling out. Well, you're right, though, you know. He's, yeah. he's, he's a good looking chap. He is, yeah. And I like to think he'd give you a reach around if you're kind enough. <laughs> so, um, yeah. He's, he plays a cop who's uh, in jail. He's a jail cop who did the right thing and got sent down to got sent prison for, by a corrupt police department comes out and d- despite him wanting to go off and do something else ends up getting sucked in the whole thing and doing the right thing again because that's just who Spencer is Okay. and he's a pretty good boxer and he can take a good kick in nice and so majority of the film is him throwing punches out left right and centre and getting the crap kicked out of him while he attempts to solve this sort of conspiracy to put him in jail in the first place okay and um, Alan, so Ar- Alan Arkin catch-ish <laughs> it's it's like a buddy cop movie from the 80s but yeah. it's better than Tango and Cash because that came with the tail end and it was a bit piss poor <clears throat> oh, don't say that come on it is come on <laughs> you know it's just I mean at the time yeah, that's how you sold it to me you, told, you said to me it was uh, <coughs> it is, 80s it is. buddy cop well, yeah that's exactly how it feels yeah 
And I, I know the whole 80s buddy cop thing has been ruined by the fact that Mel Gibson's a terrible, <laughs> terrible, 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 terrible anti-Semite. Yeah. And, you know, who knew, like... Yeah, yeah. Who knew that Mad Max didn't like Jewish people? Who <laughs> didn't see that coming? Yeah. <laughs> and I've ruined the whole buddy cop thing, because you can't even watch a Lethal Weapon film anymore. I've got an ugly grief. Is, is that Bell ending it? Look at that. <laughs> Look at that terrible mother. That Was that cool at any point? <laughs> When you think that bad news now, because he's a dreadful human being. Yeah, what's your favourite buddy cop movie? Actually, I would have said um, Lethal Weapon, but you can't say Lethal Weapon anymore. No. So I go back to the 70s, my favourite buddy cop movie. Which is? Freebie and the Bean. Okay. Alan Arkin and James Kahn. Absolutely brilliant film. I'm not sure mine can be, I could be forgotten the name of it. Nick Nolte, Eddie Murphy. 48 Hours? Yeah. That's something. Well, yeah, it's both, it, it, it kind of is, kind of is, yeah, 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 so Freebie and the Bean is in sort of James Caan's ultra awesome period when he's doing like that and then he did Rollerball. Yes. So he's be like, of course, yeah, yeah. His massive, God, pro- it's probably his massive cocaine days, you know. Yeah, I yeah. Do no wrong because I'm off my tits <laughs> on cocaine all the time. Um, yeah. But Rollerball is a whole other thing for another show because Rollerball is one of the see and roll Rollerball is one of the greatest science fiction films I've made. That's a science fiction film. Yeah. Like dystopian future. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dystopian science fiction. Film. Yeah, that's sci-fi. Oh, that's sci-fi gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so my favourite buddy cop movie is Freebie and the Bean. But okay. Spence Confidential, watch it because it's great. It's on Netflix. It's funny. It's fast-paced. It's got lots of people kicking. It's got lots of stuff. Time scenes of people kicking the shit out of each other, and it's got a pretty good. <laughs> all story. that good stuff. We yeah, like. all that good stuff, and it's on Netflix. So you're already paying for Netflix. You don't have to go pay for extra for cinema ticket. And <clears> you get like Marky Mark in it, who, as Chris says, is very easy on the eye. He is very easy on the eye. <laughs> very easy on the eye. Does <laughs> Chris get a little bit excited rubbing his thighs? <laughs> okay, cool. We'll have some. We'll have another engineer track, and well, then we're gonna go through some books, yeah. Go through some comics and some books. Yes, we shall. Sweet. Okay, well, I love this track. It's from Old Currents. The track is called Cowboy Killer, and it's from Lamp Like the Fire compilation album, Volume Three, which is out now. On Engineer Records. I can feel it in my bones. There's a storm coming close. And there's nothing I could do. I could never run from you. I always knew. You had a hold on me. It took me so
This is Roger from Agnostic Front. You're listening to Mass Movement Presents. Okay, cool. Hope you enjoyed that. Let's get into some books. Dark Horse Time. Dark Horse. Dark yeah, Horse yeah. Time. So they've brought Spy Island. Well, it's coming out soon. Um, it's by Chelsea Kane and Elise McCall. Spy Island. Okay, Bermuda Triangle. I'm all over that. It's funny and it's great and it's just really it's upbeat and it's it's a, such a different take on the whole Bermuda Triangle thing. Really? Oh, com- okay. Yeah. So basically, um, Bermuda. Yeah. Full of spies. Everything in Bermuda is a spy. Okay. And they're all there because the aliens are here and there's shape-shifting entities in the ocean and there's mermaid there's a mermaid problem also so the spies are all trying to kill each other okay it's just a full-on head fuck of the <laughs> highest order it's the writing is absolutely superb it's sort of like um like a really deadpan version of flint with okay 10 tons of crazy thrown in yeah uh and it's just funny yeah funny energetic sort of and full of adventure it's a really great book and it looks beautiful as well the, the artwork by you know at least well she worked on she's bought they bought oh, the team that bought you many yeah yeah but at least McCall's artwork is just superb yeah it, it feels like a sort of like a really retro piece but you can't nail down any specific time period to it so it feels timeless and it okay. looks timeless yeah 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 um, the story is again. I I cannot recommend this book enough. It's just brilliant. It's because Dark Horse. It's it's up there with Bang. Mackin's Bang. Really? Yeah, it's that good. Wow. It's like Dark Horse. I mean, smashed it out of the park with their books. Like the Inspire and the Bang are literally uh, so far this year are my yeah. two favorite books, and they're both Dark Horse. Covers. Wow. Okay. And Inspire is great. So Big if, up if you haven't got it yet. Yeah. Stick it on your stick it on your pull list and just order it. Stick it on your lockdown list. I've self-isolated. I need things to read. <laughs> ah, well, you're my battered copies of Naval Fiesta will not fit it. So I shall read Spy Island. Definitely do it because it's a great book. Okay, cool. Staying on the uh, Dark Horse. They've Starship also... Starship Down. Starship Down. Yeah. Okay, tell us about this one. Ancient Aliens meets Stephen Kuntz's Saucer. Basically, God it's, damn, um, a... okay. So, um, it's not a, a new idea in science fiction to think that you know we were visited in the ancient past by aliens yeah. who left their legacy behind. So okay. Basically, uh, this discovery in the, on the Russian steppes. Yeah. Um, archaeological team looking at old cave paintings stumble across a spaceship. Yeah. So, Russian military and American military get involved because there's some sort of territorial dispute about it so you've got the Russian military and the, Amer- and the Russians and the Americans sort of squaring off and facing off you've got the plucky archaeologist who's obviously going to make some sort of big discovery about this spaceship which changes humanity's destiny forever you've got like people involved and there's a paper representative because a discovery of this magnitude will alter our view of religion he's there of course and it's a, this is all in 32 pages oh really okay yeah, it's all crammed into 32 pages and you just go ha 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 Georgie Madhead, you were right about your ancient alien stuff. It's in this book too. <laughs> Georgie Madhead. And Stephen Coons, your saucer books. Ah, while well, they intrigue me. I, I, you know, they are very good books. See, I've got a whole shelf in my house. Yeah. Filled with like, the, the old like, first contact books, prehistoric first contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, science fiction stories that explore this idea. Yeah. And it's just, it's like my meat and potatoes. It's like, I'm getting stuck into this. <laughs> I, I know all the so right this. Like this. Yeah, it's, it's a great book. It's a really, really good book. It really surprised me because it's really well done. 
It's really well written, and it looks exquisite. The artwork is just dripping in detail. Andrea Muti. Yeah. The artwork is just gorgeous. Okay, so check that out as well. That's Starship yep. Down. That's on uh, also on Dark Horse. Yep. That comes out uh, March 18th. Yeah. Okay, and then finally... The first know. volume of Berserker Unbound is out. Okay. And uh, Jeff Lemire and Mike Diodato Jr. Jeff Lemire, that's all you need to hear, really. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jeff Lemire for me. It's just like, yeah. oh, <laughs> um, Yeah, so um, imagine if Conan... Hmm was sent through a rift in time and space and ends up in modern-day Los Angeles. Okay. And was trying to adjust to his new reality amongst the homeless people while wondering why he's been catapulted from his time. And then his ancient arch-enemy comes forward from that time. Yeah. Through the magics. And there's a massive old battle and Conan gets a new partner and they go back to Conan's world and they go from there and they get ready for lots and lots of different adventures. Okay, cool. Um, so it basically uses... Uh, the whole sword and sorcery stereotypes and tropes. But taking into a modern, yeah, to modern tell a story setting. of two broken lost souls who yeah. meet each other and connect through mutual loss and meet on grief and find purpose in life again. It's just great. So they're the last two. Are they sort of. No, it's it's not about last two at all. It's about people who have suffered tremendous loss. Okay. And these two men have lost the same sort of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they meet each other. And while they sort of circle each other and start to come to terms with each other, yeah, yeah, they develop an innate bond and a bond of that's based on understanding and based on their mutual loss and their mutual okay, grief that's that pushes them together and makes them into a fantastic partnership. It's great. It's, it's a great way of exploring the, the you know a side of the male psyche that's very really ex- yeah, yeah. by using you know something that's very depends on very macho sort of. Ideas and yeah. stereotypes. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, just, it's just a really good book. It's written by Jeff Lemire. It's drawn by Mike Diodato Jr. What more do you need to know? It's just a great book. Yeah. It really is. That's all, that's all you need to know. Yeah, so yeah. It's, the hardback's out now, and it's worth paying the 15, 20 quid, whatever it is, just for this book, because it looks gorgeous, and it, you just read it time and time again. Excellent. Okay, cool. So three good books there from Dark Horse. To, yeah. uh, all, all on shelves this week are about to hit shelves, so yeah. grab them while you can. Yeah, grab them while you can, man. Yeah, yeah. excellent. Hi there, this is H from Acid Rain, and you are listening to the Mass Movement Podcast, because you're a sensible, clever, smart individual.
Yeah, man. So that was Spider Kitten. That was their cover of Gigi Allen's Spider Do Scum. That's from their new EP, which is out now, called Acid Goat Weed Witch Space Voices Horror. So go check it out. Check them on Facebook and go download the EP now. Woo! 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 Okay, cool. So other music we've been listening to this it's week. It's records time. The records. The records. It's the records hour. The records hour. <laughs> so first up, you Ash just put me out of these. Ash Return. Oh, mate. So good. So ex-members. Mirzan. Of Mirzan. Okay. It's just like four-fifths of Mirzan and a new frontman. Nice. Basically. Um, and just think band called Ash Return so you automatically think yeah you go to right, you go, uh, uh, Ignite. Ignite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then throw Rikers and Gravedigger in and that's what that's the sound like. it sounds like a really sort of weird mix but it works and fast then, uh, heavy but melodic, melodic hardcore yeah but with that heaviness like, yeah, yeah. So, and there's a lot of sort of that um, that cool bass sort of uh, it's oh, bass driven yeah they are just so good that, that, that cool tinny bass sort of yeah. uh, I like that sound one of the best melodic hardcore records I've heard in yeah. quite a while singer had that sort of uh, a more aggressive early Davey Havoc yeah so you, you're you thinking Davey Havoc I think he sounds like uh, the dude from Gravedigger yeah yeah um, which is also cool and there's, again, mm-hmm. there's bits of Rikers in the vocals as well when he gets really yeah. down and dirty he brings my uh, kid from the from Rikers of, yeah, yeah early Rikers period yeah um, yeah, it's just a great record. What's the album called? Sharp Blade like, of Integrity. Sharp Blade of Integrity. It's on Creek Records. It's, it's up for pre-order now. It's not out until May. Yeah. In the May, but it's on pre-order now. But I can't recommend this this record enough. I, you know, when bands start touring again after, you know, the rest of us who have emerged from the wasteland of Corona <laughs> and go to clubs, um, I just want Ash Return to come over and, and absolutely smash it because they, they really will. There's a track up on massmovement.co.uk if you want to check it out. It's called Time is the Enemy. Yeah. Fully recommend you do that. It's a good sort of indication of uh, what, what they're about. Get, yeah, yeah. Mm. Absolutely. They and then uh, chuck your money uh, at the album when it comes out in May. Yeah, or well, pre-order it now from yep. Swell Creek Records or from Ash Return's Bandcamp page which is ashreturnbandcamp.com. And we'll also be talking to Johnny, uh, the vocalist of Ash Return, uh, in the coming weeks, so make sure you uh, listen out for that. You've been listening to Treason, haven't you? Yes, I've been listening to Treason. Yeah, new, uh, so the new Treason album's out. EP, EP, rather, yeah. sorry, yeah, yeah. Second EP. Uh, oh, brutal, brutal. Ex- it, it, it brought to mind those old straight-edge bands from the mid-90s when straight-edge was angry, and um heavy heavy yeah just in your face yeah yeah totally yeah it was um i described it on the on the mass movement page as trevor perez with obituary jamming with like uh terror right they had that that, they got that sort of dirty guitar tone but like you know the the vitalness and sort of uh heaviness of uh terror see as soon as i heard this band i thought this is this is chris (laughs) yeah this is just chris's alley you know this yeah this is the stuff. This is what Chris eats for breakfast. Yeah. Like, oh, big oh, bowl of treason. Beautiful, honestly, beautiful. They, they, they don't want to put a breakdown in. You know, it's fast, it's aggressive. Uh, they mean what they say. You know, they're yeah. passionate about straight edge, which, uh, to be fair, I've seen in a long time. I mean, it, it used to be, you know, from the mid '90s, you saw a lot of sort of, uh, you know, vegan straight edge bands who were like, you know, bashing out sort of albums. You know, they were really passionate about it's what they're doing. It's a period when like. Um, a lot of people who were supposedly into straight edge and all of its values and the straight edge were mm. edge breaking and sort of yeah. moving away and being caught out like a, oh look there's so and so with ten cans of beer in his yeah head. yeah exactly yeah 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 but these so guys so fornicating with sixteen different ladies at once or you know yeah you know, yeah it, it's just really well just 
Don't sound <laughs> straight edge lifestyle if you want to be an edge breaker. Well, there's uh, ex-culture members and ex-terror members in the band. Oh, okay. Um, and these are these are lifers as, as far as straight edge goes. Right. Um, it's not new age, so I wouldn't expect anything else. Exactly, yeah. Mike's a complete bloody lifer. Yeah, exactly, you know, yeah. He's been doing this for more years than God. <laughs> he's, he's probably older than God, too. <laughs> but it must, I mean, you know, they, they must have seen everything, you know, in straight edge hardcore. Yeah. They must have seen all the people coming like, in, yeah, but going out. You know, on your track was, and Mike's the guy who went God off the reef and went, no, thank you, God. <laughs> yeah. For I have the edge. And yeah, like, perfect home from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, I know. So I'm making fun of Mike, but he's a really lovely guy. <laughs> he's, he's a really sweet guy. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, absolutely. Um, I've not heard anything so sort of vital in a long time. Sort of. Like, yeah. Sort of angry. Yeah. And this sort of thing on the on the pulse and just hmm. doing what it does, and not giving a stuff about what anybody else thinks or or fashion or any. No, exactly. They're just they're so passionate about there. you know they yeah. they were there back in the day. They're there now. They've seen everybody else give up, but they're still there, sticking true, and good on them for it. Yeah. Well, so it's, you've just like reeled up a whole like list of straight edge album titles in, in that description. They're still there. We're you know they're yeah, still, yeah, still yeah. true. <laughs> yeah, we, we're still we've true. Been, yeah, we're still true. Where are you? We're still here. Yeah. Where are you? Kind of thing. It's like you know. So you know now you can pay me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean you know you list your straight edge your your um, classic straight edge uh, records. You can put True Believers. Uh, by treason, up with any of those, I'd be more than happy to go with that. Okay. Yeah, hell of a band. Right. Yeah, we're coming back local now, aren't we? Uh, we are coming back local. With the Woodsman. The Woodsman, yeah, yeah. And they've got a new record out. They do. So. Well, it's called Castle, Castle of Unrest Rest. EP. Yeah. On Smash Mouse Records. Yeah. I believe Smash Mouse are Newport based as well, aren't they? Yes. I think so. Oh, yeah. so I don't know. I really know nothing about the label. Yeah. Apart from. The fact they're based in Newport. I know they put on some damn good gigs around you. Really? Oh, South Wales. Yeah, yeah, they do. They put some on some gigs, yeah. Well, the Woodsman sort of like remind me of Killing Joke on the Melvins. You know, a form wow. of an 80s sort of street gang. Like, you know, an 80s sort of street gang that's updated from the whole West Side Story thing. Picking okay. Fingers walking around and like yeah, yeah, passing yeah. squares with their unruly din. Yeah. And that's what the Woodsman are like. Okay, cool. And it's just full on uncompromising. Well, they've been playing um around you these around you now for uh, I don't know about a year and yeah I've not actually caught him yet but I've been well, good things I've not seen him either right hmm. and I've had the last two EPs for review and I've re- reviewed them both and they both really really impressed me so they're band I've got I've got to catch up with yeah plus they've you know offered to pay my bar bill if I see them have they yeah so that's their mistake because <laughs> <laughs> you know they will <laughs> oh, I'm not sure. So what you, I don't drink a lot, but what I drink is this. But you, the expensive flowery hipster brews. <laughs> flowery hipster brews. <laughs> What's the strangest beer you have in my good man? That's what I should be drinking tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's I, a really good record, seriously. Yeah, yeah. I went out to um, uh, the the Dolls House in Abertoria a few weeks back, and uh, nice. I was talking to the staff there, and uh, mm. the first thing he said to me is, uh, "I hadn't seen him in a while." And uh, Craigie, shout out Craigie. And um, he said to me, Oh, you've seen the, you've seen what you've heard, Woodsman? Right. I was like, No, no, no. I was like, He was like, Oh, you got to check them out. They're awesome. He's always, yeah. I think they were up there recently, like, so, uh, yeah, so I will be checking them out. They're on my they to do list. Really yeah, 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 yeah. That is, it's one hell of a record. And that's available from the Smash Mouth site uh, for pre order now, I think. And it's also on the, the Woodsman's Bandcamp. So just pick so it up. So get on yeah, it. Yeah, get yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah. Have a listen. 
And get down and get with it, as the kids do. <laughs> if you're looking for the best new bands punk and hardcore have to offer, look no further than Engineer Records, sponsors of Mass Movement Presents. Alright, cool. Well, that brings us to uh, the end of another episode. And um, mm. we've survived. Uh, don't look like you've caught coronavirus in the, the last hour. In the, in, the, in, in the last hour, I have not come down with corona. This I, is good. This is I good. am still COVID 19 free. Well, we are, in, you know, well, perhaps you are in that what? age bracket. Okay, fact. <laughs> <laughs> you asked my boy giving me shit. <laughs> yeah. age bracket. If anybody's going to die with it, it will be you. <laughs> Hashtag look out for I want your books if you go. What's that? I want your books if you go. Oh yeah, yeah, carry on, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, pl- I'll, I'll plant you in the back garden, save in your back garden, save Louise having to put. <laughs> All right, cool. So we got a couple of shout outs. Obviously, the first one goes to our uh, sponsors, Engineer Records. Yeah, yeah. Anything uh, you're looking for, punk, hardcore. Go check it out on. Go this check label, them out, yeah. Because you're gonna find some lucky. And a shout out Ash Return and, and Tank as those guys rule. And yeah, it's just nice to see Tank back to full health and kicking it again. And you know doing the hardcore thing and just being tank. I was out of treason for restoring some uh, faith in hardcore for me this week. Right. And the Woodsman, because for saying, you know, just put out a great record, but saying they're going to pay our bar bill when we go to see him. Because you will pay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to hold you to it. <laughs> okay, cool. And that'll be it. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So, take it easy. Don't die, Corona. And we'll see you soon. See you soon. Bye-bye. ta Movement Movement presents